Good morning, Collective Church. Hey, guys. Oh, we miss your faces so much. Yeah, we really are missing all of you. This morning, we're wanting to speak into another one of our core values that we hold dear yeah. as a Collective Church. Kirsty kicked off two weeks ago interviewing Sean and Janine, and the focus of that uh, in them telling their story was worship. Yeah and how integral that is to our lives as believers. And it's one of the things that we hold so dear to our hearts um, at the church here. And this morning, we're wanting to move on and uh, speak about this value that we are all wells. Each one of us as a believer is a well filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. that others are meant to come and drink from. It's good. It's a huge value it's for a us. Huge value. And what is a well? Basically, a well is a underground fountain or stream where you, you uh, carve a shaft through the earth and you tap into this underground fountain or stream. Um, I love that picture. And I'm sure if you've ever seen guys digging for wells or boreholes, um, as we know them, uh, and there's an abundant underground river, it just bursts forth, right? It's amazing. And... I just love the way Jesus says in John 7 that he says, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And by this, he meant the spirit. And I think that could be the NIV. I love the passion translation of that where it says that uh, living water will burst out from within you flowing from your innermost being. And I, I just love that concept of bursting because that's what the kingdom is. It's a bursting forth from within us. Absolutely. Right. And um, it's a major reason why we planted, right? Definitely. It's this concept that I, I think we were looking at ourselves sometimes and looking at other people that sometimes feel dry um, and feel like they need an external drink. And the, the privilege to be able to plant a church with a value of instilling within um, each and every individual that comes into that in community or that environment, that they are full. Mm. They're not as empty as what they thought they were. Or how they feel. Or how they <laughs> feel. You know, because there is this reality of that we, we come from a place of thinking that we're so empty and we're so dry and we need a drink and we need to come and, and, and be filled not realizing the fact that we have been filled already, mm. right? It was, it was a key value for us personally. And I think mm. it began to change that roller coaster ride of like, I feel good, I feel bad, yeah. I feel good, was that awareness of the Holy Spirit inside of us and that friendship with him and being led by him and him revealing fully the fullness of what Christ has purchased for us changes the way that we live and yeah. um, it becomes it's almost like you know i love to buy a bottle of, of mineral water sparkling water and to drink it and then like look for the next one and our spirituality can become a little bit like that where we're looking for the next drink of water to refresh us to fill us to to you know to fill that empty space and yet the revelation that that well of eternal water living water is within us that revelation changes the mm. game and you begin to really live from that place of union with Jesus and, and that life of the Holy Spirit within you. And that's what we want to see people fully established in, right? We want to see them fully established in their identity and, and living in the fullness of what Jesus purchased. 
And this truth is certainly that. Absolutely. It's, it's this concept that we are not waiting for an external drink to come and fill us, but that it's coming from the inside out. And um, I love the fact that cities, ancient cities, were um, established around wells. I mean, even if you think about the, the Samaritan woman at the well, when Jesus meets her, she talks about, you know, Jacob, who are you? Like Jacob gave us this well to drink from however long ago, and it's now some time in the future, and they're still drinking from that well. Yeah. Um, isn't that a wonderful picture? It's that when a well gets established, it, it nourishes and it feeds an entire region. So, um, not for a quick drink, mm-hmm. but for generations. Mm. And so that's what we value as, at the collective as a, as a value is that we don't want to be having people on this roller coaster. We are high and then we're having a low because, you know, whatever, COVID hits, there's difficult times. Now we can't thrive. No, no, it's we wanting to establish that value that, no, you are much more full inside of you than what you think you are right now. Absolutely. And we need to come into alignment with that truth and understand that. I love that. I love that picture of that well and the, and the city growing around the well. It's like once you find that, mm. it becomes this resource for generations. It becomes a sustainable resource in which to build your life on. And that's really what friendship with the Holy Spirit is. It's the sustainable resource yeah. to build your life on. There is nothing else. The other is just a fix and then the, you're looking for the next one. And that's what we're so excited about establishing our own lives, our own family and, and our church community family on that value. Absolutely. And it's so important for us to gather and get together. Not like we once, oh, we're so full. We don't need each other. We don't need church. We don't need together. No, it's the complete opposite. When you discover that you are a well, a well doesn't then block itself up. No, it provides for an entire region. It nourishes an entire region in the city. And um, I wanted to read from our website because um, I like the way it had been put down here. I'm sure I wrote it, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kirsty wrote it. She does most of our writing. Um, it says, we want, or she says at least. <laughs> could be ants. Uh, it could be ants as well, yes. <laughs> we want to help each person to discover the well of the Spirit within their own hearts. Each one digging their own well of friendship with the Lord yeah. that can sustain them for the rest of their lives as they become a refuge and a well of revival for their families, community, and the city. First for our families here, then for our community, and then for the city. Mm -hmm. Sounds like heaven coming to earth when that happens, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is not a, it's it's not a thing that's like a nice to believe, you know, we would, you know, that you, you fall. The the word says that. Um, I love the way the Old Testament always points to Jesus in the, 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 in the, the New Testament, to the New Covenant. And it prophesies in Isaiah 32, each one will be like a shelter from the wind and a refuge from the storm, yeah. like streams of water in the desert and the shadow of a mm. great rock in a thirsty land. Mm. I love that language. It's very powerful. Each one, refuge, mm. um, like streams of water in the desert for this, this inner thirsty land. Um, it's not for the few. Yeah. It's not for um, those that have got their stuff together at the moment. Um, it's not for the leaders of a church. It's not for, there's no special place. Every single believer is that special is place. Is to be the well, is to be the exactly. refuge, is to be the shelter. Every single one of us. That's a beautiful revelation. That's the truth of the gospel. 
And I think it's coming down to understanding that simplicity, that it's not about degrees of where you've got to in your Christian walk. Your starting point, good, your starting point is the fact that you are, have been filled. Yeah. You know, we can sometimes approach life because we can feel dry, mm. right? We experience difficulty. We experience trial. We can feel like we're in a dry place. It's not the ultimate truth, though. Mm. And, you know, I think, you know, I, that, that scripture there finishes off, it talks about uh, in a thirsty land. Mm. And South Africa, the world, is a thirsty land at yeah. the moment, right? But we are not the thirsty. Mm. We are the drink. Sure. And that is an important Good. thing for us to establish when a community of believers realizes that they're all the drink, mm. not the pastors, not the leaders. All of us are the drink. It impacts and changes the city and yeah. the world, the world around us. I mean, we, we read in Ephesians 1, uh, let me quickly turn there, um, that we have, it says in, in, in verse 3, that we Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us. Mm. That's how Paul starts off Ephesians. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms has been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father. Mm. All because he sees us wrapped up into Christ. Mm. Not because we're so great and we've got our stuff together. Because he yes. sees us wrapped up into Christ. And... So we start off, he speaks there that we have been filled with every spiritual blessing. Yeah. And then he goes on and I mean, in, in Ephesians uh, 3, let me find it here, verse 18, or I'll go in, 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 in verse 19. It talks about us, um, sorry, I'm let me, struggling to find it here. It, he says here, this extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Wow. You are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Yes. It's an important thing to let sink in. Yeah. When you believed all along that there's an external drink, like Kirsty said, that 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 external drink of water that we have to get, it's a very difficult concept to grasp just in, with natural pictures around us, right? Yeah. When Jesus spoke to the woman at the well and said, you know, I'll give you a, a drink and you'll thirst, you'll never thirst again. It's like, it's a very hard concept to realize. And that's why it needs to come with a gift of faith. Yes. Not waiting for the manifestation of our fearful, but an understanding that actually I am full. So important. Right. We have to learn to live with that unseen truth. Yeah. And... The Holy Spirit is the one that continually reveals us, that to us, the truth to us. He continually draws us into the fullness of that truth. And, you know, the other day I was on a, a Zoom call with a friend and we were reading out of Revelation. And it's just such a Revelation 5 and it was so wonderful. But it ends where it, it talks about us reigning wow. on this earth. Yeah. Let me quickly actually let me get it here first. I want to read that part. Um, at the end of it, in verse 10, uh, Revelation 5, verse 10, it says, And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Friends, we are called to reign on this earth. It's not only for one day when. For now, we read in Revelation, we are made a, um, a priest to reign on the earth now. And 
that looks like bringing heaven to earth. Amen. Right? Yeah. It looks like, and we can only bring heaven to earth like Jesus said we should do, your kingdom um, on earth as it is in heaven. If we understand that we are full, not full of ourselves, mm. not full of ourselves, but full of him. Yeah. And one of the um, values, one of values, mission statements that we, or vision statements that we talk about in Johannesburg, yeah. as it is in heaven, right? It's one of our, our things we often reference. In Johannesburg, as it is in heaven. It's a powerful vision statement. But it doesn't always look like heaven, does it? Yeah, I think we must talk about the fact that it doesn't always look like heaven. And sometimes there is this feeling of like, we haven't got what we're looking for, but what you're saying is actually we have. The starting point is that we have. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that in the moment or it doesn't you know, look like heaven in the moment. Um, and so the Holy Spirit is the one that is drawing us into the reality of that truth, yeah. into the more. It's, it's like you're given the fullness at salvation and the Holy Spirit is the one that makes that real on a daily basis. And mm. so there are moments in our everyday where it's like, this feels like I'm empty. It feels like I haven't found what I'm looking for. But the truth is we have the fullness of Jesus. We have the fullness of God living inside of us. And yeah. so the Holy Spirit brings us back, our guide, our friend, the one who reveals the truth and who makes real the fullness of our salvation to us every day. Yeah. I, so, so very much what you're saying as well is that it's a tension of a now, yeah. but not yet. Yeah. Right? It's this tension. Yes, we've been given this fullness. And I love the way Paul speaks about us. You've been given all of this fullness. Yeah. And then just after that, uh, in Ephesians 1 uh, verse 13, he, he speaks about the, the fact that the Holy Spirit has been given to us like an engagement ring is given to, mm. to a bride as a first installment of a future inheritance that we, that we will get. So it's, it's like you're full, but you've been sealed with the Holy Spirit, with this engagement ring yeah. as a promise of the full inheritance that is going to come one day. And so we straddle that point that we've got the full joy, the full joy of engagement, and one day there is going to be the full joy of marriage. Yeah, that is the biblical tension, right? Yeah. That is the glory to glory kingdom. We have everything in Christ and there's some yet to come. And I think we just have to learn to live with that beautiful tension, that biblical tension. And, and so our starting point is we realize we're full. We've mm -hmm. got everything. Mm -hmm. We then we realize we've got this, the Holy Spirit. That yes. is that what Jesus prophesied in John 7, that we would be full of the Holy Spirit. We've been given to him as an engagement ring. Mm. And then it goes on later in, in Ephesians uh, verse 1 verse 19. Paul told us all of this stuff. And then he says, he prays for us. He says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Mm. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Mm. This mighty power. Mm. Um, I just love the fact that we get to experience this power. It's not something that we wait one day when. Our starting place full and then we get to, wow. to live out of that place. Isn't so that beautiful? Good. And... 
as I've said before, I think it needs to be a place of simple faith. Um, it's not something that you can drum up a sense of being fullness. Friends, we need to just realize simply, you are a well. Even though you might not feel like it right now, um, it's not about you. It's about Jesus inside yeah. of you. Yeah. And so Jesus inside of you, and he is the living water. And so what we need to do is we need to allow Jesus to be Jesus. Mm. We need to step back and we need to allow this river of living water to come out. In essence, stop trying to do stuff yourself and allow Jesus to be Jesus and for him to bubble up from within us. Yeah. Isn't that such a wonderful picture? Get out of your own way. Baby. Get out of your own way, you know. <laughs> it's a good U2 song. Stop clinging to your old nature. Yes. You're dead, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Ephesians 2 verse 1 says, His fullness fills you even though you were once like dead corpses. Mm. Okay. Mm. You used to be a dead corpse, but now His fullness. Think about that for a moment. The fullness of God fills you. You're no longer dead. And... So friends, we need to stop okay. acting like we're dead. Mm. We need to stop with a woe is me, I feel so dry, I, I, I. We need to remove that language and we need to allow tap into what is already inside of you. And that's the living presence of Jesus and allow that to erupt and stop that wrestle with the old nature, so to speak. You know, for me, um, by now, you know, I love the Song of Songs. Uh, it's one of my favorite books in the Bible. And I just love the way that um, the way it depicts the struggle, mm. this human struggle of like, oh, I'm so terrible. I'm so ugly. Um, and then we get to hear what Jesus so thinks beautiful. about us. Yo. It gets me every, every time, time, every time. <laughs> you know, the, the, the bride comes and says, she says, yeah, I know I am so unworthy, so in need. Yeah. And that's the way we can feel sometimes. We're so in need. We're so needy. You know, we come from that space. And what is the, the shepherd king's response to her? He says, yet you are so lovely. Mm. Friends, we say, I'm so unworthy, so in need. Mm. He says, yet you are so lovely. Yeah. Then she comes back. He's like, yes, still moaning. I feel as dark and as dry as the desert tents of the wandering nomads. And what is his response? Yet you are so lovely. Wow. Like the fine tapestry hanging in the holy place. Friend, you, friends, you have been wrapped up into Jesus. You have been seated in heavenly places. Mm. You are like the fine tapestry hanging in the holy place. Mm. You have been made holy. You have been made holy. It's a tough concept for us to grasp sometimes when you're feeling like that, that um, bride-to-be, dark and dry as the nomad tents. You can feel like that. But what is the Lord's response to you? Mm. Not because of anything you did, because of everything he's done for you, because he sees you wrapped up in Christ. Mm. He lavishes every spiritual blessing on you. Yeah. And that's why we get to live as a place where we can be a well for the community, uh, for our families, for our community, for the city around us. Um, and how do we sustain that, babe? Would you, do you want to maybe speak into that? That is such, that is such a beautiful, beautiful truth that you've just brought out through the Song of Songs. And 
For me, sustainability looks like Holy Spirit, um, looks like friendship with the Holy Spirit. So Melissa Halsa says that the crescendo of the cross is that we were given the Holy Spirit. And um, walking with the Holy Spirit in friendship as he's our guide, as he's our mm -hmm. teacher, he makes true to us in our everyday ordinary life, the truth of the gospel, mm -hmm. what Jesus purchased with his blood at Calvary is so huge and it's like this mystical union, but the Holy Spirit makes it real every day. Mm -hmm. That friendship is everything. That friendship is sustainability mm -hmm. for me. And it's all about the, the, the small, ordinary, everyday moments. And so I love to think of the life of David. When David faced Goliath, he didn't become that giant killer that day on the battlefield. He became the giant killer in the years preceding that when he had to look after his little sheep on the hills of Bethlehem, he was just a shepherd boy. I just picture him underneath the stars with the Lord, looking after his sheep, having to fight off the bear and the lion in his day-to-day, -day, just marveling in wonder with the Lord, developing this relationship. And so when he faces this big moment of needing to kill this giant that everyone else is intimidated by, he has this whole history with the Lord. Mm. Um, and and that's, where, that's how he becomes the giant killer. And for me, that is the key to living as a well, to living in peace and joy and victory is living by the Holy Spirit mm. in the everyday. So it's in the everyday, ordinary moments, in the little battles that we face in, you know, needing to just pay the bills and, and do our work well and run our families. In those moments, being led by the Holy Spirit, being taught by the Holy Spirit, in friendship with the Holy Spirit, that is what sustainability is. I'm just looking at your hand here. You're talking about the everyday, and I'm just reminded of that, the fact that the Holy Spirit is this engagement ring, yeah. right? That is there with you yeah. from the day of engagement right to the time of marriage. Mm. He's with us the whole time. And so um, for the, I think I want to encourage you, for those of you that are um, uh, perhaps married, um, every time, if you're a woman, look down at your wife's wedding ring and realize that the Holy Spirit is with you with you. Sorry, if you're a woman, sorry, if you're, a, <laughs> if you're a woman, look down at your own hand. If you're a man, look at your wife's hand and see that engagement ring and let that be a reminder that the Holy Spirit is with us from today. He sealed us and he's our counselor. He's our friend yeah. and he's going to see us through to the end. Yeah. And so friends, we don't need to overcomplicate that. We need to come back to simple faith. You need to perhaps go to the Holy Spirit this morning and just say, Holy Spirit, I don't feel full. Won't you make that real to me? Yeah. Friends, that's his delight. That's what he loves to do. That's his um, job sounds like a, a strong word. It's his delight. It's his, um, it's his whole reason for being is to, is to walk us into this place where we are the perfect bride that stands before the Father one day. And he's with us from now until the very end. And so let's not overcomplicate it. Um, I think you can tag this value along with worship. Maybe you can spend some time worshiping now. Um, and as Sean said in, that, in his interview two weeks ago, that there's just maybe moments where you get lost in worship. The Holy Spirit comes and is with you. That's where he ministers to us as well. And he just makes everything feel right. Mm -hmm. You recall Sean saying that? Mm -hmm. 
And the external thing that is maybe bothering you is not necessarily fixed, yeah. but he makes it bearable yeah. and, and rightful in the, in the moment. And even when you, what you were saying from Song of Songs, you know, our language is we're not enough or we're empty or we're feeling down or we're facing this challenge. And, and so much of the Holy Spirit is, is transforming our minds and our emotions. It's like, that's yeah. our internal language. That's the language of what we face in, in difficulty. And the Holy Spirit is that voice from heaven that is like, you are enough. You have enough. The, the Lord in you is enough. He is your mm. provider. And it's this, trans, this, this transformation of our minds as the Holy Spirit brings the truth of heaven. Mm. Just like with the beloved and the lover in Song of Songs, he's renewing our mind. He's giving us new thoughts for the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see the world around us. Um, I think that's such an important thing about we are all wells is that it's a revelation from the Holy Spirit that he gives us as he transforms our mind. Um, just to end, I, I love that story of the Samaritan woman that meets Jesus at the well. And, you know, Jesus meets with her there in her everyday moment. And he says to her, he uses the everyday to point out the fact that she's feeling dry and empty. He's like, I need you to give me water. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, well, this is the water from Jacob's well. And he says, if you keep drinking from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again, but you need this spring of living water inside of you, right? Mm. When you drink from the natural, you just need to be refilled again. But when you drink from that internal spring, you never thirst again. And it's so beautiful mm. how Jesus uses that everyday moment to point out our need for him and our yeah, dependence so for him. Good. And as she meets the savior, as she comes face to face with Jesus, as she receives the revelation truth that the well of living water is inside of her, she becomes this incredible evangelist and she sees her entire city saved. Wow. And that's what happens is that this revelation, this understanding, this truth that we are all wells is so important as it sits in us, as it, the revelation transforms us. That's when I believe we're going to see the world around us yeah. change as the Holy Spirit just bubbles up Absolutely. within us and transforms cities and communities. So that's really exciting. I feel like that story is this beautiful pointer to this revelation for all of us this morning. Mm. So I want to leave you with the, that the visual image, the fact that you are a well. Mm. Because friends, as I said, the reason why we planted this church was to be able to champion people on till that point where you're not waiting for something external to land on you and to shower on you and to, to drench you and then you will be in a good space. Um, that's, that's Old Testament thinking. It's not New Testament thinking. The, the bride in Song of Songs doesn't, for the whole of Song of Songs, uh, lament as to how... Um, dry she is and how ugly she is. No, no, there's a moment where there's a revelation when she sees the spark in her lover's eye. And in that moment, it transforms her where she hears over and over the way that he, uh, she takes his breath away, how he sees her as perfect, how he sees her as beautiful. That's the space that we need to land in. And for, for a long time, I've seen a lot of believers stay in Song of Songs 1. Mm. I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. It's 10 years later and I'm still so unworthy. No, we need to move on from that space.
And so I want to leave you with that picture that you are a well, whether you believe it or not. It's, it's your privilege and your delight to go and meet with the Holy Spirit now and to allow him to unblock, to unveil yes. that revelation Amen. that you are full of him, yeah. that you are full of heaven's riches and heaven's blessings. And, and then I'm praying and I want to end off by praying for you that that would be that that would stick. Right. And then I want to pray again that you are going to go away and that you are going to uh, re remind yourself through whatever, getting together and in, in home group, through your own private uh, worship time, through your, your time where you spend time in the word, your journaling, whatever it might be, that you would encourage yourselves and fill yourself with what the word says, with what the Holy Spirit says about you, and that you would land in that place where you realize that you are well and that you are going to feed those around you uh, in your communities, because that's what we're doing at the moment. There's no church to go to at the moment. Mm -hmm. We are all the wells in our homes and in our businesses and the small areas that we get to impact on a daily basis. Can I pray for us? Yeah. Jesus, what an absolute privilege. Uh, Ephesians 2 verse 1 saying that we were once dead like corpses, yet now that we are filled with the fullness of God. Father, what a privilege. And we did nothing for that. We did nothing for that, Jesus. And that's why we can receive this gift, uh, sitting back in our chairs and receiving it day after day after day, this beautiful gift of salvation, um, because we did nothing for it. It was everything that you gave for us. And so, Father, I just pray that there would be a revelation in our hearts this morning, a deepening revelation in my heart and in everybody watching this, Father, that they are full, that I am full, that I'm bursting with you, that they are bursting with you, that rivers of living water are bursting forth from our innermost being, Father. Father, that's a, it's not natural for us to get that concept. It's supernatural. And so, Father, we pray for just your presence upon us now, Father, wherever we are, that you would just confirm that in our hearts and in our spirits. We love you, Jesus. Friends, we love you. Have a beautiful Sunday and we will see you soon. Yeah, lots of love, guys. He prays for us. He says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Mm. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Mm this mighty power. Mm. Um, I just love the fact that we get to experience this power. It's not something that we wait one day when our starting place full, and then we get to, to live out of that place. Isn't so it beautiful? Good. And as I've said before, I think it needs to be a place of simple faith. Um, it's not something that you can drum up a sense of being fullness. Friends, we need to just realize simply, you are a well. Even though you might not feel like it right now, um, it's not about you. It's about Jesus inside yeah. of you. Yeah. And so Jesus inside of you, and he is the living water. And so what we need to do is we need to allow Jesus to be Jesus. Mm. We need to step back and we need to allow this river of living water to come out. In essence, stop trying to 
Do stuff yourself and allow Jesus to be Jesus and for him to bubble up from within us. Yeah. Isn't that such a wonderful picture? Get out of your own way. Baby. Get out of your own way, you know. <laughs> it's a good YouTube song. Stop clinging to your old nature. Yes. You're dead, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Ephesians 2 verse 1 says, His fullness fills you even though you were once like dead corpses. Mm. Okay. Mm. You used to be a dead corpse, but now his fullness. Think about that for a moment. The fullness of God fills you. You're no longer dead. And so friends, we need to stop okay. acting like we're dead. Mm. We need to stop with a woe is me. I feel so dry. I, I, I. We need to remove that language and we need to allow it tap into what is already inside of you and that's the living presence of Jesus and allow that to erupt and stop that wrestle with the old nature so to speak you know for me um, by now you know I love the song of songs uh, it's one of my favorite books in the bible and I just love the way that um, the way it depicts the struggle mm. this human struggle of like oh I'm so terrible I'm so ugly um and then we get to hear what Jesus so thinks beautiful. about us. Yo. It gets me every, every time, time. Every time. <laughs> you know, the, works going every the, time. the bride comes and says, she says, yeah, I know I am so unworthy, so in need. Yeah. And that's the way we can feel sometimes. We're so in need. We're so needy. You know, we come from that space. And what is the, the shepherd king's response to her? He says, yet you are so lovely. Mm. Friends, we say, I'm so unworthy, so in need. Mm. He says, yet you are so lovely. Yeah. Then she comes back. He's like, yes, still moaning. I feel as dark and as dry as the desert tents of the wandering nomads. And what is his response? Yet you are so lovely. Wow. Like the fine tapestry hanging in the holy place. Friend, you, friends, you have been wrapped up into Jesus. You have been seated in heavenly places. Mm. You are like the fine tapestry hanging in the holy place. Mm. You have been made holy. Mm. You have been made holy. It's a tough concept for us to grasp sometimes when you're feeling like that, that um, bride-to-be, dark and dry as the nomad tents, you can feel like that. But what is the Lord's response to you? Mm. Not because of anything you did, because of everything he's done for you, because he sees you wrapped up in Christ. Mm. He lavishes every spiritual blessing on you. Yeah. And that's why we get to live as a place where we can be a well for the community, uh, for our families, for our community, for the city around us. Mm. Um, and how do we sustain that, babe? Would you, do you want to maybe speak into that? That is, such, that is such a beautiful, beautiful truth that you've just brought out through the Song of Songs. And for me, sustainability looks like Holy Spirit, um, looks like friendship with the Holy Spirit. So Melissa Halsa says that the crescendo of the cross is that we were given the Holy Spirit. And um, walking with the Holy Spirit in friendship as he's our guide, as he's our mm -hmm. teacher, he makes true to us in our everyday ordinary life the truth of the gospel. What mm. Jesus 
purchased with his blood at Calvary is so huge and it's like this mystical union, but the Holy Spirit makes it real every day. Mm. That friendship is everything. That friendship is sustainability mm. for me. And it's all about the, the, the small, ordinary, everyday moments. And so I love to think of the life of David. When David faced Goliath, he didn't become that giant killer that day on the battlefield. He became the giant killer in the years preceding that. When he had to look after his little sheep on the hills of Bethlehem, he was just a shepherd boy. I just picture him underneath the stars with the Lord, looking after his sheep, having to fight off the bear and the lion in his day-to-day, -day, just marveling in wonder with the Lord, developing this relationship. And so when he faces this big moment of needing to kill this giant that everyone else is intimidated by, he has this whole history with the Lord. Mm. Um, and and that's, where, that's how he becomes the giant killer. And for me, that is the key to living as a well, to living in peace and joy and victory is living by the Holy Spirit mm. in the everyday. So it's in the everyday, ordinary moments, in the little battles that we face in, you know, needing to just pay the bills and, and do our work well and run our families. In those moments, being led by the Holy Spirit, being taught by the Holy Spirit, in friendship with the Holy Spirit, that is what sustainability is. I'm just looking at your hand here. You're talking about the everyday, and I'm just reminded of that, the fact that the Holy Spirit is this engagement ring, yeah. right? That is there with you yeah. from the day of engagement right to the time of marriage. Mm. He's with us the whole time. And so um, for the, I think I want to encourage you, for those of you that are um, uh, perhaps married, um, every time, if you're a woman, look down at your wife's wedding ring and realize that the Holy Spirit is with you with you sorry if you're a woman sorry if you're a, <laughs> if you're a woman look down at your own hand if you're a man look at your wife's hand and see that engagement ring and let that be a reminder that the holy spirit is with us from today he sealed us and he's our counselor he's our friend yeah. and he's going to see us through to the end yeah. and so friends we don't need to overcomplicate that we need to come back to simple faith you need to Perhaps go to the Holy Spirit this morning and just say, Holy Spirit, I don't feel full. Won't you make that real to me? Yeah. Friends, that's his delight. That's what he loves to do. That's his um, job sounds like a, a strong word. It's his delight. It's his, um, it's his whole reason for being is to, is to walk us into this place where we are the perfect bride that stands before the Father one day. And he's with us from now until the very end. And so let's not overcomplicate it. Um, I think you can tag this value along with worship. Maybe you can spend some time worshiping now. Um, and as Sean said in, that, in his interview two weeks ago, that there's just maybe moments where you get lost in worship. The Holy Spirit comes and is with you. That's where he ministers to us as well. And he just makes everything feel right. You recall Sean saying that. Mm. And the external thing that is maybe bothering you is not necessarily fixed. Yeah. But he makes it bearable yeah. and, and right for, in, the, in the moment. And even when you, what you were saying from Song of Songs, you know, our language is we're not enough or we're empty or we're feeling down or we're facing this challenge. And, and so much of the Holy Spirit is, is transforming our minds and our emotions. It's like, that's yeah. our internal language. That's the language of what we face in, in difficulty. 
And the Holy Spirit is that voice from heaven that is like, you are enough. You have enough. The, the Lord in you is enough. He is your mm. provider. And it's this, trans, this, this transformation of our minds as the Holy Spirit brings the truth of heaven. Mm. Just like with the beloved and the lover in Song of Songs, he's renewing our mind. He's giving us new thoughts for the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see the world around us. Um, I think that's such an important thing about we are all wells is that it's a revelation from the Holy Spirit that he gives us as he transforms our mind. Um, just to end, I, I love that story of the Samaritan woman that meets Jesus at the well. And, you know, Jesus meets with her there in her everyday moment. And he says to her, he uses the everyday to point out the fact that she's feeling dry and empty. He's like, I need you to give me water. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, well, this is the water from Jacob's well. And he says, if you keep drinking from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again, but you need this spring of living water inside of you, right? Mm. When you drink from the natural, you just need to be refilled again. But when you drink from that internal spring, you never thirst again. And it's so beautiful mm. how Jesus uses that everyday moment to point out our need for him and our yeah, dependence so for him. Good. And as she meets the savior, as she comes face to face with Jesus, as she receives the revelation truth that the well of living water is inside of her, she becomes this incredible evangelist and she sees her entire city saved. Wow. And that's what happens is that this revelation, this understanding, this truth that we are all wells is so important as it sits in us, as it, the revelation transforms us. That's when I believe we're going to see the world around us yeah. change as the Holy Spirit just bubbles up Absolutely. within us and transforms cities and communities. So that's really exciting. I feel like that story is this beautiful pointer to this revelation for all of us this morning. Mm. So I want to leave you with the, that the visual image, the fact that you are a well. Mm. Because friends, as I said, the reason why we planted this church was to be able to champion people on till that point where you're not waiting for something external to land on you and to shower on you and to, to drench you and then you will be in a good space. Um, that's, that's Old Testament thinking. It's not New Testament thinking. The, the bride in Song of Songs doesn't, for the whole of Song of Songs, uh, lament as to how... Um, dry she is and how ugly she is. No, no, there's a moment where there's a revelation when she sees the spark in her lover's eye. And in that moment, it transforms her where she hears over and over the way that he, uh, she takes his breath away, how he sees her as perfect, how he sees her as beautiful. That's the space that we need to land in. And for, for a long time, I've seen a lot of believers stay in Song of Songs 1. I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. It's 10 years later and I'm still so unworthy. No, we need to move on from that space. And so I want to leave you with that picture that you are a well. Whether you believe it or not, it's, it's your privilege and your delight to go and meet with the Holy Spirit now and to allow Him to unblock to unveil yes. that revelation Amen. that you are full of him, yeah. that you are full of heaven's riches and heaven's blessings. And, and then I'm praying, and I want to end off by praying for you, that that would be 
that that would stick. Right? And then I want to pray again that you are going to go away and that you are going to uh, remind yourself through whatever, getting together in in home group, through your own private uh, worship time, through your, your time where you spend time in the Word, your journaling, whatever it might be, that you would encourage yourselves and fill yourself with what the Word says, with what the Holy Spirit says about you, and that you would land in that place where you realize that you are well and that you are going to feed those around you uh, in your communities, because that's what we're doing at the moment. There's no church to go to at the moment. Mm -hmm. We are all the wells in our homes and in our businesses and the small areas that we get to impact on a daily basis. Can I pray for us? Yeah. Jesus, what an absolute privilege. Uh, Ephesians 2 verse 1 saying that we were once dead like corpses, yet now that we are filled with the fullness of God. Father, what a privilege. And we did nothing for that. We did nothing for that, Jesus. And that's why we can receive this gift, uh, sitting back in our chairs and receiving it day after day after day, this beautiful gift of salvation, um, because we did nothing for it. It was everything that you gave for us. And so, Father, I just pray that there would be a revelation in our hearts this morning, a deepening revelation in my heart and in everybody watching this, Father, that they are full, that I am full, that I'm bursting with you, that they are bursting with you, that rivers of living water are bursting forth from our innermost being, Father. Father, that's a, it's not natural for us to get that concept. It's supernatural. And so, Father, we pray for just your presence upon us now, Father, wherever we are, that you would just confirm that in our hearts and in our spirits. We love you, Jesus. Friends, we love you. Have a beautiful Sunday and we will see you soon. Yeah, lots of love, guys.